Blog Talk Radio. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10. Got that right. Ignition sequence starts. There we go. Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio number 288. My name is Mel Popeye Moss, and my co-host, Mel O.G. Robbins, is with me tonight. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC. And, uh, Mel, how are you doing, man? Hey, doing better. I saw 60 degrees today, and I saw a few bikes on the road. Yes. So that's encouraging. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to love it. We've got it freezing, freezing um, 20 degrees one week, and then the next week it's in the 60s. You got to love it, man. Yeah. And they're still freezing their butts off up north. But, Mel, the title of tonight's show is just plain Scooter Bergman. And uh, I don't know if he's going to call in or not. He, you know, his lawyer may have told him, oh, well, you're not going on no radio show. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but uh, we also wouldn't take him any place that he doesn't need to go. That's right. That's he for sure. can say only what he wants to say. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, the news is today, uh, you know, he... he he turned down uh, a plea bargain, a deal that uh, Abel Reyna's staff offered him, even though Abel Reyna's not there, Mel. We know this is his doings, right? Oh, hell yeah. It's their, it's their Hail Mary to try and get some kind of a conviction uh, after the fiasco of the first trial with mm-hmm. a hung jury. Uh so uh i'm I'm not surprised at all, and uh I'm sure it took uh some intestinal fortitude on the part of scooter to not take the deal because I can only imagine the agony and bullshit he and his family have been put through uh since twin Peaks you know it 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 had to look good. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, Just to get it over with, be done, and get on with life. But uh, by the same token, by God, if you're innocent, don't make them force you to act like you're guilty of anything. you got to stand tall and tell them to screw off. Damn it, I didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) So my hat's off to him. For uh, for standing tall, you know, Mel. Uh, I wrote in the show's description tonight. You know, Jake Rizal and Scooter Bergman have now set the standards for for the innocent, the people that are innocent of any crimes at Twin Peaks. If you feel in your heart that you didn't you didn't commit a crime, that uh, you know you weren't involved in the park in the fi- uh, the parking lot, uh, so you know. <laughs> How do you go in there and lie about yourself? That's right. And 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 take Get, a deal. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say you and I were chatting today uh, about how you know how they seem to be really trying to crucify the red and gold in the golden red clubs. Right. You know, they are just pushing like hell and. It, it doesn't make sense because all the evidence that's been coming out shows another group of folks guilty as hell for trying to set yeah. them up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden that group has fallen silent. They don't want a speedy trial because they know the freight train that's coming down the tracks at them. You mm-hmm. know, there's testimony 
they were lined up elbow to elbow uh, with no good thoughts in mind. And I can't wait for when they bring that interview back uh, of the guy that uh, was the, uh, I'm going to call him a regional president. Uh, He was being interviewed by uh, some local TV station, and we have yet to hear a repeat of that. But, you know, what was important was he was being interviewed, and he mentioned, yeah, he had been visited by law enforcement uh, a week or two before uh, the uh, the COC meeting at Twin Peaks, and uh, I guess they were asking him if he was ready and, uh, you know, to be there, and he assured them they were more than ready to be at Twin Peaks. Now, you know, what the hell is that all about? You got law enforcement obviously aiding and abetting a criminal activity that's about to happen, uh, not trying to stop it, uh, just getting assurances that this one group of individuals are ready for action. Uh, you know, and yet Abel Reyna continues to go after the group of folks that were being attacked, notwithstanding mm-hmm. innocent people in the damned restaurant just there for the meeting and eating lunch. Yeah, you know. You know, Mel, it was uh, it was uh, that Casey Gotro video where she said they've they've got video of a murder taking place, and, and he's not on trial. Those people aren't on trial. It's uh, yeah. She said it's incredible, but you so, know what, Mel? You know the only thing that makes sense about this, and I want to say this right now. You know the only thing that makes sense about this. Are you ready? I'm it's, it's, all ears. It's Abel Reyna's big dream of this propelling him to the Texas Attorney, Attorney General's office or the governor's mansion. That's his vision. That's where he it thinks he's be, going with this. Yep. Go ahead. It has to be something uh, because normally a district attorney – isn't I mean, you know, all of the evidence that's sitting here does not say red and gold or gold and red were bad. They they were more the victim of what in the hell happened, as per testimony and videos. And mm-hmm. yet Abel Reyna and his unable crew uh continue to go after red and gold and gold and red rather than the real perpetrators of this whole mess. Now, you know, normally a district attorney is looking for stats. In other words, he wants convictions. That right. To a district attorney, convictions are like a batting average to a pro baseball player. What's their batting average? And that's how they get ahead and win elections. And you're right. You know, he either either – the theory behind this is Reyna has his eyes set on some sort of state office as state attorney general, mm-hmm. or not to sound like some other conspiracy theorists wearing foil hats, you know, the feds could still be involved in this, trying to get some kind of a RICO thing going against a larger motorcycle club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be all that, but he, uh, from what I understand now, and and uh, things that I've read, he was heard, he was heard saying those words about the attorney general's office on scene, on scene uh, okay. at Twin Peaks. He was heard muttering those words <laughs> that he might be the next Texas attorney general. Now, I don't know if that's you know, true. Yep. <laughs> but and let that me tell could you. well be the feds are looking at this guy like he's some kind of an idiot, and that's why they're withholding evidence from him <laughs> to use at trial because they figure him for a fool. It's more than plausible that, that, that that's the truth because, Mel, you know what? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
when I'm right, and a lot of other people do too. Yep. Abel Reyna, Abel Reyna is not involved in this trial, and I predict he's not going to be involved in many of these trials until March. Because he's got to get out there and save his ass with Republicans. Because these these lawyers, there's some awful smart lawyers out there that are nipping at his heels. And they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're good. If Abel Reyna's dirty, they're going to find out about it. And it looks like, and it looks like that's all true. Because there, there is evidence that there's an FBI investigation going on of his office. Now, will somebody pull a rabbit out of the hat? Who knows? These judges come in there willy-nilly and have each other's backs. Because I don't think this is about, with with the judges there, this is not about saving Abel Reyna. This is about saving that whole entire court system. Because it's out of control. It's not only out of control. They are so sure of themselves. They are totally in your face about it. They don't even try mm-hmm. and be subtle. Yeah. You've, yeah. They've got more eyes on what's going on in Waco than they had during Branch Davidian with this biker trial scenario. And they are so in your face, blatantly corrupt, it's it's hard to believe. <laughs> But that's how rotten it's gotten there. Here, here's the deal, Mel. Abel Reyna needs to get the ball rolling. He needs he needs some deals really bad. And I expect that there's going to be an avalanche of deals headed headed all the bikers' way. Every one of them that's close to trial is going to get a deal. Now, if you're innocent, you got to really think about, you know, are you going to take a deal? You know, man, you know, man who, who's first? And there can be innocent on the Cossack side, too. There can be. It depends on what they were told of why they were there. Yeah. You know, I mean, not... there, there could be a few of those guys that are innocent. But, uh, you know, if you follow the philosophy and theory of what they're trying to do to red and gold and gold and red mm-hmm. uh, by pure association, you're guilty. Right. It's all a conspiracy. Exactly. And, uh, so, you know, what's good for one group needs to be good for the other group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the evidence we heard during that first trial was, the Cossacks and the Scimitars were laying for red and gold and golden red. Mm-hmm. You know, now let me say this for our our audience in Waco that uh, it's it's not illegal to be a bandito in any place in this country. It's not illegal to be a Cossack. It's not illegal to be any other type club. It's just not. And the fact is that uh, that the crimes that all that uh, they're trying to to lay on all of the bikers, uh, you know, in the in the red and gold or any other club by the feds is the fact that, uh, you know, uh, those, those crimes are far and few between. And, and law enforcement, and this includes the Border Patrol, this includes your local police, this includes your sheriff's department, this includes Homeland Security, are guilty of more of these type crimes than all the biker groups put together. 
And the reason for that is, Mel, is cause of access. They they are closer to these people that commit these type crimes than, than all these motorcycle groups. Let me say this, Mel. They the they've won. The law enforcement has won. There's no motorcyclist out there in his right mind, whether he's a bandito, whether he's just a dude tooling down the road that's that's carrying any type contraband or or or, or he, what, what a sex slave on the back of his motion? There's nobody doing this stuff because of the likelihood of being stopped and harassed by law enforcement. You're a fool if you're out there doing that kind of stuff on a motorcycle. And let me let me say this, Mel. Everybody I've met in these clubs love to ride their motorcycles. Every place they go, they're on a bike. They're on a freaking bike. And this stuff's just not happening. Otherwise, Mel, it'd be in the news every night, all over the place. Yep, that's for sure. Because they love bashing bikers. You know, it gets a good headline. You know, even the Austin police pulled a biker over and harassed him, taking pictures of his tattoos made him partially disrobe on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have video of that because we're trying to get an anti-profiling bill passed in Texas. So yep. you're right. You know, uh, uh, you got to be damn careful. I mean, I cringe because I've got a, a Phillips screwdriver in my saddlebag. Uh, in case oh, yeah. my, my my lights go out, I need a Phillips screwdriver to take the lens off. Oh, yeah, Mel. That's a it, weapon. It, yep. If I'd have been at Waco, that would have constituted a weapon. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? I'm telling you, Mel, they're fit. the deals are fixing the flood. Abel Rain has got to get stuff moving. So there's going to be more deals being offered to, to bikers, I think, on both sides. We'll see what happens. If they're going to continue, if Abel Rain is going to continue avoiding the guilty. Let me say that again. If Abel Rain is going to continue avoiding the guilty, because there certainly are people that are guilty of crimes that were fighting in that parking lot. Is that not right, Mel? Absolutely. I mean, they have proof, video proof. <laughs> but hey, let's let's persecute the innocent first. Oh yeah, yeah. And let me say this, Mel, to our our also our Waco listeners, the citizens of Waco, and potential jurors. Motorcycle clubs are not gangs as you consider a street gang. I mean, go, go on Netflix and watch the, uh, watch the, uh, the documentary called Dope. You'll see, you'll see real thugs and real gangs there. And now I don't know yep. any motorcyclist that talks like those individuals on that show. There's not one. That talks or acts like those individuals on that show. And you, oh, and by the way, hey, go tune in live PD. You know, this crap that's going on out there, none of it's motorcyclists, none of it's banditos, none of it's Cossacks, none of it's Hells Angels, none of it's, uh, you know, any other motorcycle group out there you want to name. And it pisses me off that we have these people making these kind of accusations. In that first trial with Jake Carrizal, where they went over all their tattoos, everything that was on their vest, all these things, you know, what it said on their patches, these patches that you can buy anywhere all over the country, that say all kinds of goopy things. But you, 
you look at our society, and you know, you you go to the mall, you see kids, young people with tattoos and everything else, stu- stuff stuck in their nose, their ears, and everything else, <laughs> and they're, they're going to try and convict somebody because of what they look like, because of what they're wearing, or who they might be associating with. And once again, the banditos, none of these other clubs are, it's not illegal to be a bandito. There are good people out there. And if somebody wants to go out there and commit some kind of crime, guess what? That's on him. That's not on everybody. And it was the police chief here in Tarrant County that said to me when I was talking to him about law enforcement and all the officers, all the trouble they've been into. He said, well, a few bad apples. I said, exactly, chief. Exactly. That works for everybody. We are a damn reflection of the rest of society. Period. I got to where I like to say that a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Mel, hey, I would. I screwed. I would. No, go ahead. No, I, I would. I would say. I think the bike community, the biker community, has improved uh, vast amounts over the past few years to where these clubs are now policing themselves. By and large, most clubs are policing themselves. If they've got troublemakers in their ranks, they're voting them out. They're pulling their patch. Uh, They're, you know, uh, any use of uh, drugs, uh, particularly, you know, chemical drugs, uh, you're out. They don't want to have anything to do with you. And, uh, you know, they're not convicting anybody for their past. It's what you do once you join the club. Uh, If you don't conduct yourself as an honest and upright citizen, the club's going to vote you out. They don't want you around. They don't want the heat that comes with that. So I think the clubs, to some degree, are policing themselves better than the police departments are. At this point, you got that right. You got that right. Uh, well, you know who's uh, you know who's standing in the way of Abel Random making it to the governor's mansion. Who? <laughs> the innocent bikers. Yeah. They're not going to take these deals. Yeah. They, sh- they shouldn't. They shouldn't. As tempting as it is to yeah. get over with and be done, they should not do it. If they're not guilty, by God, stand up and defend yourself. You know, I've... <laughs> You know, it's going to be somebody, and I, I'm sitting here, you know, always thinking, you know, who's who's going to be first? Just act exactly who is that going to be? Man, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, I sure do. And you know, it uh, in in my mind. Uh, Anybody that takes a deal was probably guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they probably feel there's no recourse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mel, did you watch that uh, Branch Davidian documentary last night? No, I failed to watch that. I wish I'd have known it was on. You know, it's kind of interesting, and, uh, you know, I've, I've watched it and I listened to it. Of course, it didn't settle. It didn't have any answers to anything. It's, you know, other than at the end of it, they everybody pointed the finger at, at Koresh as it being his fault. Which, yeah, being depending on how you, yeah, which which depending on how you look at it, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're never going to buy it. You're going to believe it was a um, 
uh, out-of-control government agency, the ATF and the FBI, that uh, that botched this thing up. As a matter of fact, he is the sheriff at any time. who He's the one to actually call the ATF sheriff at the time. I think his name was uh, Weinberg or something like that. Anyway, he's the one that actually called the ATF and told him a UPS guy saw a package that spilled out and looked like it had hand grenades in it. So that's what started the whole thing. Well, I don't know why the sheriff didn't see it, who saw Koresh in town all the time didn't go do his own investigation and haul him in. Instead, he lets the ATF come in and they start, uh, you know how they are. Here comes the big old show. Every hand. Yeah. And it spins out of control on them. Now, I think at any time that sheriff could have said, uh, hey, uh, you guys, thanks a lot, but I'll handle it from here. Get the hell out of here. You're making things worse. You're going to get a bunch of kids killed. And, in fact, that's what happened. Well, he had the authority, definitely, but did he have the guts? Well... You know, Waco has this one trait and when it comes to their law enforcement. And that's uh, when things go wrong, it goes wrong big. Because you just got a lot of people grandstanding and people lying and stuff happening. Mount Carmel may have been a little bit different than the bikers, but then again, I think... Uh, there was a there was a news show that afterwards uh, Channel Eight News ran a deal said hey talking about how Waco has moved on from that you know and they talked about that the main deal was was the fixer uppers and fixer uppers have come in there and saved Waco from the image they had but uh, but really Mel in the background as far as their law enforcement goes. As far as that courthouse goes, there's there's a shadow back there. There there's th- things have not changed in a very very long time in that courthouse. They've had their way so long. They've had their way so long that I've I've heard the shock that was on Judge Johnson's face when. Bergman told him, I'm not taking the deal. Total shock, Mel. This is what they're used to. They're used to having their way with everybody. In in that town, they've got the minorities in their place. They don't dare step out of bounds. Remember the black dude not long ago, a few months back, that was uh, shot 36 times? Yep. And they said, well, his car came at us. Well, yeah, it did after they killed him and he was uh, not driving anymore. They just rearranged the facts. I'm just saying, did the guy need to be shot 36 times? Did there did there need to be did there need to be that kind of firepower for serving a warrant? Was he that bad a dude? I never heard, Mel, because he got buried quick. Because I remembered the family was saying something, and all of a sudden they'd all disappeared. Yeah, they don't want more bad publicity. No. I mean, <laughs> how'd they shut them up? And they had to. Uh, I, I think uh, one of the one of the groups, the BLM or something like that. They were they were there backing that family up, 
And all of a sudden, they're just all gone. I mean, we'll have to have somebody come on that's from Waco one night and tell us about this kind of stuff. So we sit there, we're looking at it from the outside in, and we're going, what the hell? What the hell? But we also see all the stories that are coming up on All for One about things that go on, about the, uh, I, I guess the lady they can't get put in jail for all her DWIs. And she's, uh, I guess she's one of them that's getting special favors. Because she's been getting about town with all the uh, the powers that be there. I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, Mel... I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really, really happy and surprised. I'm not surprised that uh, people are not taking these deals. That they're standing up there and they're saying, hey, look, this is who I am. I had a right to be there. I have a right to defend myself. And I'm not a criminal. Period. There I go again. I think they find they're dealing with an element that isn't going to be shady, that will not be pushed, are free-reigning individuals that love their freedom, and will call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think this is a whole new awakening. As uh, as our attorney friend in Houston said, you know, Waco is having an oh shit moment, and uh, it's this is getting peeled like an onion, layer by layer, and it's not getting any better any better for the justice system in Waco as it gets peeled. Yeah. You know, well, uh, did you hear what Judge Johnson told Jarrett? He told him, yeah. you better get all, he said, you better get all the evidence into this to the defense by next week. Anything that comes after a, a, a certain date uh, is not going to be admissible, not going to allow it. And Jarrett started to say something to him, and uh, uh, Judge Johnson interrupted him and said, uh, if, if you didn't think that there was a problem with the evidence in the last trial, you wasn't watching. You wasn't watching the same trial I was watching. <laughs> so, so they're cognizant now of the uh, of the evidence of of hiding evidence. Everybody's cognizant of it now, including us, including the lawyers. And now, guess who's answering their subpoenas? Who was ignoring it before? The sheriff. The sheriff. Yeah. That was and interesting. The was, yeah, the sheriff was another one that was hiding evidence from what we heard. And the FBI is not giving them evidence. So, uh, America, they're, they're not going to hand over what they have to a bunch of fools. No. So, so we'll if that see. evidence gets thrown out of a local court, they're going to have a hell of a time introducing it into a federal court. You know, Mel, in a, in a, a I guess is a previous hearing or whatever whatever it was, uh, there were two there were two police officers that are, have already testified under oath that they didn't see uh, Scooter Bergman do a damn thing. Yeah, this is going to get real interesting because the yeah, it really is. scenario I'm aware of is uh, that Scooter 
didn't do anything other than mm-hmm. arrive, go relieve himself at the nearest uh, restroom, which I think was at Don Carlos, yeah. and was walking towards uh, uh, Twin Peaks when all hell broke loose. Now, that's mm-hmm. that's what I know. Now, I don't know that for the absolute truth, but if that is what it is, how the hell he could be charged with anything goes yeah. beyond the scope of any uh, any reality. Well, you know, I I, I don't think, uh, you know, that that uh, that Abel Reyna, you know, his gerrymandering he was doing with Judge Struthers in order to get Jake Carrizal first. Uh, I don't think Scooter Bergman was planned as next. Uh, I think he would have rather it been someone else uh, and not Scooter Bergman, but uh, thanks to his attorney, Clint Broden, who kept pushing for speedy trial, kept pushing and pushing and pushing, uh, has enabled this to happen. It's reason Scooter's up next. But, you know, we'll, we're going to find out more, man. This is going to get... Do you, do you think they're actually going to go back through all that scenario with this and all this other crap that they did with slogans, what tattoos you might have? I mean, oh, this this is going to be real interesting go, to watch. You think they're going to go back that route? In this circus, you have absolutely no idea what these clowns are going to do next. <laughs> other than make fools of themselves, and Abel Reyna is going to end up with case number two, either acquitted or another hung jury. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's acquitted, Mel, and it's my gut feeling that there's, there's probably people on the jury that that's their job, is to make sure that that there is a mistrial rather than an acquittal. Well, knowing Waco the way we do, I think you're 100% correct. Right. I think there's a little there's a little salt in the mine there. Yeah. I do too. Just like there was but, in the first one. Right. And you know, I think Mel the media there should be asking the Waco Tribune, all the other media be there. Why aren't you trying the guilty? Why in the hell are you doing what you're doing? You've got evidence, video evidence. And you don't start with that? <laughs> Would be a sure conviction and you don't start with that? What the hell? But it, it's like you said, this is going to be interesting as hell. But uh, we'll see as we go along. I think uh, I think yeah. on the 12th is the jury questionnaire thing. That's what happens. Well, there's an old saying, my friend, that's going to aptly apply to this. The second trial is going to be, you know, the first trial was what you would call the first circus with its clowns. The second trial is going to be another circus, just another circus, but it's going to be the same clowns. Mm -hmm. Different circus, same clowns. Yeah. You think they call him experts back in to put everybody to sleep? Oh, I hope they do. I know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell else they have. I, I think they brought out every gun they probably they thought they could the first time. They spent with their four supposed weeks. experts. They spent four weeks throwing everything they could against the wall, hoping something would stick. Most of these experts look like absolute idiots. Yeah. 
showing showing clips of Sons of Anarchy. Give oh. me a break. I know. You know. <laughs> well, they said they, uh, you know, the the prosecution said they learned some things from the from the first jury, and I, I guess that was uh, the first jury was disturbed by the uh, all the. Uh, the discovery, the lack of discovery or hiding discovery from the defense again and again and again. And Mel, I suspect there's going to be more of that because these guys aren't honest. Sure, because the first thing you're going to think of as a citizen sitting on a jury or just sitting and watching is why the hell are they hiding evidence? Mm -hmm. Why is the prosecution hiding evidence? They're hiding it because it weakens their case. It doesn't strengthen it. Mm-hmm. They're well, lying. They're trying to convict innocent people. Well, Clint Broden is a smart man. And I think uh, Jared's got his work cut out for him uh, with, uh, I mean, at this point, man, all they can do is lie. That's all they can do. Hey, what are they going to have those cops come back in and change their testimony? And say they perjured themselves in the last, when they testified, they didn't see him do anything? The sheriff going to step in there and say, I don't even think he was on scene, Mel, till after all the crap happened. That's right. I mean, what could he contribute other than, hey, we were all dumbasses and we didn't do anything to prevent it? We let it happen. I don't know. I, sometimes I just don't see the point. But we've asked Abel Brandon. I said, somebody asked me last night on Facebook, you know, hey, what, why don't why don't we do something? Why don't we ask them to stop this? Well, we have asked them to stop it. We've asked them to let the innocent go, figure out who was involved in that fight in the parking lot and who was shooting who and who was doing all the stuff. And then, you know, hey, there, there's your people. Well, Abel's problem is he can't stop. He can't go back. He has himself committed crimes in with you know falsifying documents withholding evidence mm-hmm. see, doing his civil asset forfeiture thing uh interfering with the murder investigation you know we can go on and on ad nauseum here this guy has gone so far down the trail he's got no way to come back That's he true. can't if if he retracts anything or does a one eighty, it unhinges everything he tried to do. Because he's simply admitting uh you know, uh how corrupt he was to begin with. <laughs> it's a no win for him. You know, I, I, I just have a hard time believing that the Republican Party is going to go down with that ship. I mean, if, if there's another mistrial or, or acquittal, outright acquittal, I mean, they're going to have to be looking at this and saying, you know, what? It's just like I said a while ago. What the hell? What's he doing? Yeah, it'd be interesting to know who the powers are running the uh, Republican Party in Waco. Mm-hmm. Just who's involved there. Yeah. That would be real interesting to know. I'll see if we can find out. That may be enlightening in itself. Mm-hmm. The important know thing it, is anybody and everybody in Waco, especially our biker friends, needs to make sure they're registered to vote so they can participate in those primaries and make That's sure right. you're registered to vote 
in the Republican primary. Yeah. So you can vote against Abel Reyna. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, and Jill and I also asked me last night, you know, hey, look, why are we trying to uh, elect somebody that, uh, you know, is just a replacement? Just another bad apple, you know. We just get, we're in a cycle where we vote for these people again and again and again. But that's the way the game is played. We're not going to go down there and win a battle, a, a physical battle with with the law and everybody else. That's just not going to happen. We're not going to win that kind of fight. We have to we have to meet them on their own turf. And it doesn't matter whether it takes a year or ten years. You've got to be able to stick with it. You've got to keep pushing the envelope. You've got to never quit trying. Never quit trying. And that's what it takes to have political success. There are ways to win these races. There are ways to win it. Against really against somebody that's got such a despicable record and somebody that's that it looks like he sold his office to to donors gave special favors to donors but we'll find out going forward. And we hope it's sooner rather than later. Maybe for once the FBI can speed things up a little bit. But who knows? They can take a long time screwing with you. As we've seen them do again and again and again and again against bikers, against politicians, against the freaking president. There's nothing that stops these jokers from looking into your, looking up your butt for years. Years on end. Spending millions of dollars on a retirement program for some federal worker. Just my view. Yeah, I, I yeah. think the FBI has definitely become tarnished. Well, I, you've got that with right. a lot of their antics. Exactly, and it yeah, all started. It. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, it. Uh, they used to, they used to have a sterling record, and you know, everyone had a lot of confidence when they said the FBI was investigating. Now it's oh shit, you know, who are they going to oh, run yeah. off now? Or what special interest is running this investigation and what twist mm-hmm. in the road is it going to take? Right. I mean, hell, they couldn't even convict John Whaley Price. Ah, oh, that was unbelievable. And that's another story. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, hey, look, it's their own fault. They dig you. You get down there and waller in the mud with uh, with with politicians, one party or the other. You're gonna you're gonna come out with pig shit on you. That's right. What's you associate happen? with pigs, you're gonna smell like a pig. That's right. That's right. Well, Mel, I think we've uh, we've just about covered it for tonight. Uh, we'll we'll have Scooter Bergman and his wife in our prayers. And uh, yeah, they got a long road to hoe and a lot of uncertainty right. at this point. Yeah, they so do. So they need all the support they can get. They're they're an awful brave couple stepping out there. And let me tell you, Scooter's had to have a. Uh, Hats off to his wife for being being who she, she who she is. She's pretty active too. She's been right. to several of our rallies. She's spoken. 
uh, I've got a lot of respect for her. It's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, they're they're taking a, a a risk here, and they're putting putting their lives in the hands of twelve jurors. These jurors need to understand that uh, the charges against this man. I think are gonna are gonna be false, and there's a, the, the only way they can get a conviction if they lie or do something, have have a rigged jury. That's the only way, Mel. Yep. It's the only way, but he's he's ha- he has faith in the system, and he has faith, or they have faith that. The truth is going to win out. He didn't do anything that day but get off his bike. Go to the restroom and come back out and all hell was breaking loose. I guess that's about what happened. I don't know the whole yeah, total that's, deal. That's the short of it. Yeah. But we'll see what they got up their sleeve. Them old slimy prosecutors. They don't... They don't they don't hesitate to fabricate anything they need at all. Well, man, I think we're just about there, buddy. Yep. I'll see you in the morning. All right, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mel and I got another acting gig tomorrow. Everybody. Have a great evening. Ride safe, everybody. Ride safe. That's all, folks.